Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to a very special episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. And I'm Cassie. And, and it's just the two of us it's today. Just the two of us. We can make it. This is uh, just the two of us. Um, and we decided to do that because we finally got to two episodes that we kept skipping because... We were scared about them being like just too miserable to watch. Didn't want to inflict it on not, a friend. Or not miserable like in like the content matter, but miserable in how the Ghost Adventures team may have mm. addressed the topics. The topics. Because uh, we're all too familiar with the racism of these ghost guys. Hunting. And ghost hunting in general. Just the act of like going to a place and, and assuming, oh, there's lots of dead white people here probably. Mm-hmm. Basically, no matter what. And then, like, oh, I just can't even... Oh, that one episode. Oh, I forget which plantation it was, but we, we did an episode of it a while back, and, and just everything the, they the did was... The one in Jamaica? The, uh, the no, Rose this was even further back. Oh, yes, yes, Where yes, they yes, put yes, their yes. literal ankles, these douchebags, yes. ankles in actual, like... What is it called? The, shackles? Are, not shackles, but what are the things that, you know, medieval times people would put well, their heads through holes? So when it's your head going through, it's called the stocks. Okay, so they were like ankle stocks. Okay. Like these actual historic artifacts that were basically torture devices. And we anticipated these two episodes sort of being on that level of like super tasteless, like no respect being paid to like telling stories about what happened here well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we set aside time to do both episodes Together. in one sitting. Yeah. Um, we've just watched the first one. And it actually wasn't bad. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that, I don't know. That it took them this long? It took them this long. And <laughs> and this is talking pretty broadly, but like it takes a really hard turn about halfway through and stops being pretty good and sensitive. Yeah. Almost know? like they, they did it on purpose. Yeah. And I feel like I'm disappointed for a different reason than I'm usually disappointed with them. Yeah. Like, I'm not disappointed with them for not even trying anymore. Now I'm disappointed that, like, they showed they did some work for it uh-huh. and then couldn't even follow through with doing a whole episode. Yeah. Oh, and just so you guys know, we are going to get to the second Yeah, we're going to do the second one. What we're doing is we're watching the first one first, recording, and then we're going to watch the second one next I and have, then record. I have a timer. Just so, oh, okay. Just so, like, it's more fresh in our heads. Um, and also so we don't get them confused. Okay. I'm going to set a 20 minute timer for us to talk about this episode so we don't have to release the longest episode of Insanely Haunted ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready? Do, re, mi. Fa, sol, la, ti, do. Okay. Okay. All right. That's how we warm up every day before we <laughs> no, start recording. We just, uh... <laughs> All right. So this is the Kentucky Slave House in Maysville, Kentucky. And if you don't know where that is, I didn't know where it is. It's like directly south of Columbus. Right along the Ohio River, which is a really dirty, dirty river that leads to the Mississippi, which is even dirtier. Disgusting, horrible river where the fish are all dead. There are no fish. We don't need the EPA, right? (laughs) Uh, So we uh, this this museum is now owned by a man named Jerry Gore, who is 
probably the coolest dude who's ever been on Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Jerry Gore owns this place uh, and has turned it into a museum that is uh, like committed to telling the story of the, the enslaved people who came, who were brought here. And he's the world. direct descendant of yes. slaves. He, well, pretty much. Most, well, I mean, as most, most most black people in America, yes. Yes. But this guy specifically can trace his lineage back to a person who lived here at this house, which has a really cool story because it was owned by a slave master. And then that guy's son turned it into a way station on the uh, underground railroad, which is super cool. That's a neat turn. And I hope that like, I don't know. I just hope that that there weren't, it wasn't still like a plantation while that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to know that like, just because (laughs) your, your family might be poisonous in character, that doesn't necessarily mean that you also have to uh, carry on that that legacy. You can be better. <laughs> you can change history and for the better. In, and in fact, it's super, super easy to be better than a person who owns slaves. Yeah. Super, super easy. Anyway, okay, so this was a race station on the Underground Railroad. Right on the Ohio River, people would come in, basically go through a tunnel and get out on a boat. So there's this big tunnel underneath the house, or at least there used to be, and now mm-hmm. it's probably been collapsed. And the boat would take them across the Ohio River. Boom, you're in Ohio. Yeah. Across the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. Uh, Zach, I feel like impressively respectful during this investigation phase. He basically lets... Well, up until... We'll get to it. We'll get to it for most of it. Right. Uh, So he basically lets Jerry completely tell the story. Like, he really gives Jerry the floor 100%. And it's kind of cool. Which is the correct way to do things. The incorrect way to do things is to have a former plantation owner's descendant tell their side of the history. (laughs) That's not... Which has happened before. You shouldn't do that. Which is why we were not looking forward to these episodes because we thought it would be a repeat of the past. So this uh, house was built in 1825. Yeah. And they, the original owner, unfortunately, but not surprisingly, had a slave jail in the basement, kind of like a dungeon. Uh, this slave jail is where... Uh, okay, so we bring in some outside experts, some folks that are big in the in the community, and they have been here to do like ghost things. They are part of the re- the the spiritual group, right? Yes. Yeah. So it is the. I didn't get the gentleman's title. I just remember that it he- is the Institute of Whole Life Healing. Okay, right? these two people from the Institute of Whole Life Healing come in. And that is like a local religious group. And, it's, and they are, are both of African descent. Yes. And they're in traditional uh, garb as well for, the, for their religious ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's Dr. Nasheed and his wife, Asunake. Those are the only names we get for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, they're also pretty cool. Uh, they give us a little bit of backstory on like the kind of uh, rituals they've performed here. Mm-hmm. And some of the spirits that they believe they've met. Mm-hmm. And again, Zach is very cool about letting them talk. Until a door starts opening and they interrupt her and like spend 20 minutes doing the stupid door bullshit. They did catch it on video and it is kind of cool, but still it was like she was, she was talking. (laughs) She was talking. She was telling her story. And then Nick demonstrates that he wasn't even listening to what the story was because he was like, back when you were talking about the uh, spiritual side of things. I wasn't paying any attention and I was just looking at this door. I was just (laughs) looking at this door for the whole video. (laughs) Have you guys ever noticed that Nick has a kind of New York-y accent, even though he's not from New York? I mean, what if he is? What if he has, like, secretly somewhere in his... Well, Zach is from, like, fucking Michigan, right? Right. And we never hear about that. He says he's from Las Vegas. somehow he has... Well, he's gotten the, like, Southwestern accent. Pretty strong. Pretty strong. But I guess that happens when you move different places. I've, by accident, picked up some um, dialectual... Dialect differences mm. based on where I've lived, like especially in New Jersey, South New Jersey, where you have the Philadelphia accent super strong. Yeah. I can't recreate it except for Don't, saying yeah. Yeah. That's it. There you go. That's there you get. have it. 
It's gone, other than that. We're also joined in this uh, investigation phase by Tri-State Paranormal. Bunch of white guys. Bunch of white guys, one of whom has beards, has a really terrible beard. It looks like pubic hair. It looks like pubes. <laughs> it looks like he's got curly pubes on his chin. There are some people who should not have beards. Just pointing all the way down. And it's not a full beard. I think that like adds to the effect. Yeah, it's just the chin. It's just the chin. It's just a long beard coming off the chin. which it's a is a beard probably... mistake. <laughs> this man with his face mistake walks into this room and starts telling us about the ghost he's seen. What is it with ghost hunters and facial hair? Why can ghost hunters not dress? These two guys have like nothing to add. Like there's a story about a door slamming. I don't even remember what they did. It just feels weird to have them intercut with the other people who actually have like a connection to this place. Yeah. Just two total opposite ends of the spectrum of like human beings. For sure. Um, (laughs) Quality. Uh, so both the ghost hunters, I guess I should say uh, ghost paranormal investigators, because yes. ghost hunters is a whole other show. Uh, they talk about how they've seen a silhouette of a spirit with a uh, broad rimmed hat. Okay. And so have. That's Asunake said that, too. Yeah, exactly. Right? So we're getting two different sides and Zach is like super excited. Like he gets a boner for it. Oh, I've got to see that top hat man. Yeah. Oh, we're getting two different people talking about. And like, yeah, that's that's that is more, I guess, scientific. If you have two total groups of strangers talk about the same type of things that sure. they're seeing that are very specific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to say specifically... It's like though, a blind study. It is like a blind study. Yeah. I want to say specifically, though, Yeah. they did use different phrases between the two groups. They did, yes. Because Jerry said he saw a person with a wide-brimmed hat. That's uh-huh. all he said, wide-brimmed. And the tri-state guy said he saw someone with a top hat. Oh, Which feels okay. like maybe there could be two different things. Okay. But also, I don't really believe in Ghost 100%, so it doesn't really... Yeah. The distinction there for me is very small. Okay. Sorry, we can cut that part out. That's fine. Um... So they do, they um, they videotape uh, Nasheed and Asunake doing a libation ceremony, mm-hmm. which is very powerful. It is. It's extremely powerful. And... Shot pretty tastefully, I thought, for the most part. Yeah. It felt like towards the end, they maybe should have stopped filming because it was getting really personal. It was getting really personal. And I thought, I probably shouldn't be watching this. Yeah. Um, Because is it... It just felt private. It felt like a very intimate moment between all of these people that were down here. Yeah. Because there were also the... There was the owner of the the building and then some other woman who probably helps around Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all of African ancestry. And so this is a very personal moment for them. There is some crying going on. And, and again, something that I probably shouldn't have, or I, I shouldn't be watching. It's this not really for me. That's not for, for the me. folks yeah. in the room. And then, of course, Zach has to steal the the spotlight oh afterwards. Is this where he like pats himself on the back for being like feeling I felt, it? I was really, I felt it. I almost started to cry too. I almost, I felt all the pain and the suffering. No, you didn't. You weren't there. <laughs> You were also filming. Yeah. You also had a camera in your hands. Yeah. This isn't about you, Zach. Yeah, hard to be fucking objective in that situation. I mean, it's nice that he's like honoring the fact that what happened was terrible. Sure. Because that's something that he seems to have struggled previously in many, many, many episodes with various cultures and and traditions and histories. So it's nice that he's like coming. But at the same time, it just feels so staged and so like dramatic. Mm -hmm. Speaking of staged and dramatic, uh, the intro, after they come back from the... 
commercial break, the intro is like a fucking music video. Oh, it's The awful. intro to the lockdown, it fucking sucks. This is the part that fucking sucked. Like, this was so butts. bad. It, it goes from literally people crying and having a really intimate moment that we shouldn't be watching to playing like Ghostbuster music. Like it was literally a parody of the Ghostbusters theme song, but it said Ghost Adventure. And like, the Ghost Adventure crew, they come over in a hearse, which is cool, but this is they not They have a police escort. It makes it less cool. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they come out and they're literally just like absorbing all the fandom and, and it's all on Zach. And, and Zach does this fucking bullshit Willy Wonka bit. Do you remember this? No. He he pretends to fall backwards down the stairs. He does like a stunt oh, fall backwards down the stairs. So he then can do like one hand up over the stairs, wham, and then the crowd goes wild as he pulls himself up. I, that was so pointless. Stupid. All of it was pointless. Stupid as hell. And then after Jerry's they, not even there. He's not, no. And then after they go inside and shut the doors, Zach's like, that was awesome. Or no, he, he said, say? how sick was that? <laughs> Pretty fucking sick, Zach. Just not really in the way you mean. So either they just did terrible, terrible... Well, it was terrible, terrible editing. But also, like, part of me wonders if Zach was like, it got too serious. We gotta, like... We gotta liven the mood, you know? Okay, we have nine minutes left. Okay, all right, let's let's do this. There isn't much that happens. There's really not. This is a pretty boring episode. I just want to point out, like, there's... um, Like, pretty boring lockdown, I mean. Sorry. Um, I just want to point out, they bring a bunch of EM pods, or what are they called? The little EM... No, the little fellas that just create... Oh, the... EM the, pump? Thing, the thing they put EM pumps, yes. yes. They put a bunch of EM pumps on the stairway, and then there are two devices that detect electromagnetic energy. Uh-huh. Did stuff later on, and at no point did they think that there could be any cross contamination. Yeah, <laughs> they do not recognize the possibility of that yeah. at all. Yep, never thinking. Never thinking. Never stopping. It's just the shit goes. Stools for making. Da 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 da. That's a reference to. Uh, oh, fucking waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. God. Good. If you guys like uh, Spi- I, Spinal Tap and Best in Show, oh, it's definitely waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman is the same uh, director. It's a, little, it's a little earlier than Best in Show, but it's still really, really Yeah, good. it doesn't age completely well. Some parts of it are fucking hilarious and timeless, but, though. Yes. Um, there's a town that's famous for their stools. Stool room, boom. <laughs> Everybody to from the parlor to the pool room. <laughs> And it's a small theater (laughs) troupe that thinks they're going to Broadway. It's great. Uh, I'd rather talk. I'd so much rather talk about that than this episode of Ghost Adventures. There's dust. Zach puts his dust mask on. He has to explain, 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 explain. This is my dust mask. It's because I've been having dust problems. It's funny because like this is one of the better places that they've investigated that isn't as dirty. Did you notice there was a lot more how dark it really is in this episode than usual? It was like constant. It was like every scene. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So Jerry gave them permission to dig around in the floor downstairs. I don't know why he did that. In the former jail. Yeah, I have no idea idea why either this part was weird we we could this was in the investigation we kind of skipped right past it but like yeah they they go dig to dig it up with their bare hands why <laughs> why did they do that and they we, even get a shovel later yeah and then during the investigation they didn't bring anything new no <laughs> like any like equipment or like gloves to wear <laughs> just, just sort of digging sticking their hands right in the dirt and they find what they think is a bone I don't, I mean... It looked like it had a root coming out of it. It did. It looked like a, like a vegetable movie. And it was like the most shaky camera uh, footage of it, too. It, it wouldn't focus at it, all. It did not focus. 
I, I mean, it, it could have been, but they didn't do a good job of showing no. us. That's what. That's our point. Uh, this is another episode that has the Ovalis in it, which mm-hmm. is super cool. I love when we get those. I feel like I, I, wrote, I wrote down a screenshot that said 12 minute no voices. And, yeah. I, and I, it struck me that that would have also been a really good name for this podcast. Mm-hmm. 12 minutes no voices, the ghost adventures. <laughs> they determined that one of the ghosts upstairs is residual haunting because it won't respond to any of their questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get a lot of footsteps in this sort of place. They do. And they do sound like footsteps. Yeah. So that's a little creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know what's going on there. Uh, they get a lot of voices, EVPs, um, ovulus words. So the ovulus word says, beware wolf. Mm-hmm. And then kill, and then pastor. Mm-hmm. And they interpreted that as the enslaved persons calling the slave master a wolf. So he's going to kill you. Beware of him. And that we would like a pastor. They never do bring a pastor, which I'm kind of upset about. Yeah. Because if you're there well, to help them and they ask for a pastor, get a fucking pastor. Don't just be like, bye. Right. And and also the the thing that Nasheed was saying to Zach was thank you for telling their stories. Yeah. He doesn't really. He, he, he doesn't, doesn't. Really do that. He never makes the situation better. <laughs> he doesn't really like get these people to tell the stories or anything. No. He just like yells at them. It's to... all about him finding evidence and it's not about the people who suffered. Uh, they see a white mist come out of Nick's, Nick's back. Butt. <laughs> his butt, yeah. Yeah, kind of coming out of his butt. He's they got say... those white farts. He then says that this happens a lot when they do when they use the ovalus. Is that what Zach says, or was is he saying that that happens yeah. a lot when they use the spirit box? It was one of the pieces of equipment. Apparently, just makes wh- white farts all the time. Mist, white mist farties. <laughs> oh, there was a point where Zach's like trying to speak to the en- enslaved people's spirits, and oh, he says yeah. he's talking about like all the enslavement, pain, oh, yeah, and misery, and he this. says, "Quote: Those times are all over now. No more violence." No more pain. Zach, I hate to break this to you, but... The sound of privilege. (laughs) This is what privilege sounds like. Zach Bagan's saying these things. He thinks he feels really connected to this ghost also Mm -hmm. after this situation goes down. Um, They get get an EVP that supposedly comes from her, but they apply like a a British accent to it, Mm -hmm. which is super weird to me. Yeah. Um, So at the end of this episode, they go back to Jerry and they present to him one of their EVPs that uh, they they said sounds like I'm standing on wood. And then there's a second voice, a deeper voice that says on wood. Right. And so Jerry, team player, whoopsie, Jerry's a team player and he tries to give them context for this. And he actually makes it, you know, he gives some context that would make sense to those people at that time. He basically talks about how standing on wood is kind of a metaphor for, you know, no matter how much shit I'm going through, um, I I still have my grounding. Yeah. Um, And also that the earth in general is very, a very important concept in... um, uh, in the African tradition, he says. So f- probably from the dominant religions of the people. Like, that's the biggest, the one of the biggest crimes is that we don't fucking know, uh, un- unless you, like, study, like, really in like uh, in-depth history, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people who know what the actual religious traditions and things of the people that lived in the places where we were kidnapping people were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that information didn't, like, that didn't get written down by the American 
people that, right. that history. Right. Man, we don't learn a lot in history <laughs> Seriously, classes. Seriously, don't learn a lot in history classes. Yeah. Got two minutes left. All right. Um, uh, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was honestly like to can it, I'm going to give a very real yeah, favorite no, that's part, fine. which was um, uh, listening to Jerry because his first of all, he's a really good storyteller. Mm-hmm. And second of all, his story, his story is just cool. Like he had a, 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 a an ancestor who is enslaved in this place that first turned into a railroad station mm-hmm. and then later became a museum about slavery. And I just think that's a really interesting story. Well, and, and used to be a house of yeah, enslaved people. Exactly. Um, horrible conditions. Yeah, so that is cool. I'd, I have to say the same thing. I also really enjoyed Nishida and Nasudike. I really enjoyed what they shared. Uh, and I'm sorry that he videotaped y'all getting emotional at the end. Yeah, that was very tasteless. Yeah, um, but that was really cool to see. And it really did feel heavy and um, uh, was real. It was real. Mm-hmm. It was really real. And just like a really... Too real for Zach. Too real for Zach. Yeah. And a, a wonderful... I don't know, man. I think it's really great when... Because it just as bad as it is that those cultures were basically erased, mainstream history, mm-hmm. it's cool to see people who are descended from those people keeping those things alive and honoring them. And yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So this was a way better episode than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's just it that was. Zach and the boys like fucking flipped it so hard in the second half Yeah. that it was just... You could really just turn the whole thing off. Just turn it off as soon as the lockdown starts. As soon as you feel like you're watching a weird music video, just hit stop. That's it. You've seen the whole episode. That's all you need to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got that one. We got that one with 16 seconds left on the clock, dude. Wow. Nice. Good job. Nice. Okay. So we're going to pause and then we're going to watch the next episode and we're going to do this whole thing again. We'll get back to you in three two one and we're back we are back thank you so much for sticking with us i got that timer uh i'm gonna set it again okay there is more to talk about with this one hey um this is pretty much exactly what i thought we were gonna be in for yeah this episode of loretta lynn uh uh plantation house Mm -hmm. pretty much exactly what my worst fears for this run of episodes yeah just stupid as fuck terrible a lack of information about like the actual history of this no, plantation. No actual history whatsoever. N- like hardly any any focus at all on the slavery. The word slavery is not mentioned until 13 minutes into the episode. It's all about Loretta Lynn. Mm-hmm. It's all about this country singer who lives here. Apparently she's a big deal. Okay. And apparently all, the only ghosts that live there are civil Just war. white people. Just white people ghosts. Confederate. Oh yeah. yeah. Confederate people. Yeah. Because this, was in, this is in Tennessee. No mention of enslaved people persons that nope were forced to work there uh and go inside a really horrible like prison pit thing yeah um and also no mention of uh like we we learn about a graveyard for the for the soldiers this and the people that and the the plantation owners wait what were there soldier graves or was it just oh wait no there weren't never mind there's just like a lot of talk about soldiers we learn about the family's graveyard but there is absolutely no mention of where the bodies of all the enslaved people who worked, who were forced to uh, labor there, where they were buried. Nope. So and that history is completely erased. Completely erased. And guess what? It's pretty much completely erased from the episode. Yeah. They are led around by a bunch of white people uh-huh. uh, who know about Loretta's history mm-hmm. and know about uh, the, the, the Confederate ra- history. The Confederate history. And everybody, like at one point, the guy who's giving a tour is like, yeah, there were some Confederate soldiers here and some Union soldiers kind of stumbled upon them and, uh, and then just trails off. Yep. And doesn't talk about what happened next. Mm-hmm. 
or how that plantation came to be. Like, or, or, that's, or, yeah, that's important. Exactly. Why like, is there a huge ass plantation to begin with? Where's this? Why is this? Why do Loretta Lynn's family own what, like 64,000 acres or something like why that? Why would you want, like, if you're famous and, you know, live in the dream, why would you want to move into a former plantation where many people suffered and died? It's, I don't understand how you could not feel the, the, the yuck waves of that. Yeah. Like, how nasty that is to live in this place that is like it was the, built on the back of place. It's the, the, ultimate symbol of the way wealth is concentrated and hoarded and stolen from other people. Mm-hmm. And the violence that this country is capable of. Why would you want to be around that? As your personal home. So anyway. Anyway, uh, this fucking opens with them doing like mock work songs on the fucking porch. It's terrible. And then even Zach admits that it's stupid what yep. they're doing. And it's like, yeah, why did you even include that? If you come to Ghost Adventures to see cowboy bullshit. <laughs> this is a, the right place. This is a great episode for cowboy bullshit. Whenever they have the opportunity to put on a cowboy hat, they do it. They do it. Oh, for sure. Even oh, if there's nothing to do with cowboys. And of course, Zach's uh, pseudo Southern yep. accent pops out. I was just going to say, it comes <laughs> comes right out. Zach's talking like, oh, over here, what are y'all doing? Kind of shit, like halfway through this episode. Oh, and guess what? He has his own Confederate uh, soldier. He's a Confederate uniform. Like, it just comes out of nowhere. And he's like, I'm dressing for the occasion to be a trigger object. It's like, oh, okay, so you, you own a Confederate soldier uniform. You you just got one of those, huh? Cool. All right, so. There's a couple of ghost stories. Uh, all white people, only white people ghosts here. Oh, and Zach has a weird, like, intro thing where he's in front of the mansion and he's, like, talking oh, yeah. about how he feels like he's on the stairway to heaven. And how he wants he, he wants be, to pull the viewer into the TV. And he's going to be greeted by God there. And it's, like, way to paint this horrific history so, as, like, a heavenly location. People were enslaved here. Yeah, Zach. Zach. <laughs> He even talked about the Kentucky Slave House. He did that episode before this one. Yeah. And he does do like a brief mention about the They sins. just barely bring it up so that he can be like, yeah, I don't like slavery. Well, he doesn't even say that. He just yeah. talks about the sins of history and to the white guy who's giving him a tour uh-huh, uh-huh. who like doesn't talk about the slavery at all. Nope. He's a, he's a tour guide. Yep. Is it? A tr- is he a tour guide just of the Loretta, of Loretta Lynn's house? The franchise. Yes. yes. Not the actual history. Of, no. Yeah. Cool. He's not a historian. So maybe that's why there's like no, you know, slavery references really, because maybe this is kind of a business. Yep. I think you hit it. I think that's exactly what it is. It's disgusting. Is that this the Lynn family has a business venture here that has nothing to do with the home's history? Yeah. So that's fucked up, and sorry that that we're doing this, but here we are. Zach is. Uh, talking to Loretta about a bunch of stuff. She tells him about this ghost that's a lady in white. We get another one of these fucking stories about some... lady... Some white lady who cried real hard. And then killed herself. And then killed herself because she was lonely. She lost her baby. Yeah, that's sad, but... Yeah, it's sad. Like, this is every freaking woman ghost story. Do you remember hearing Bob say that she weeped herself to death? What the fuck is that? Wait, did she not kill herself? Did she just die? No, it says... He said she weeped herself to death. Oh, no, I thought he said whipped. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. I heard weeped. Maybe we're interpreting the Southern accent wrong. Tell us what you heard. Podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. When I heard it, I was just like, well, that that's weird. That's strange. <laughs> Maybe a little... Probably not real. <laughs> Just going to guess. Not real. We meet also uh, Loretta's granddaughter, who Zach flirts a lot with. She He's... has sleep paralysis. <laughs> 
Yeah. She has chronic sleep paralysis. And as we find out, so does basically everyone in the Lynn family. It just seems like it's kind of just running in the family. Yeah. They sleep wrong. They You're not just, supposed to sleep on your back. They just all see the, 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 like the silhouette of a man and can't move. And it's like, oh, okay. So like literally the classic sleep paralysis story. It huh? was funny because Zach was asking her the questions and she was saying that she saw a dark shadow at the end of her bed. And he says, were you frozen, scared? And she said, yeah, I couldn't move. <laughs> It's like, it's like he's diagnosing her. Yeah, I know. It's like he's a fucking sleep technician <laughs> yeah. over here. But he doesn't know. He, I'm sure Zach doesn't know what sleep paralysis is. Yeah. I'm sure Zach thinks that sleep paralysis is like the government cover. They're trying to keep ghosts secret sure. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe in sleep paralysis, you enter another dimension where you're closer to the afterlife. But the thing is, <laughs> this is this is sleep paralysis. This is what happens when you have sleep paralysis. And it is fucking terrifying. Sure. But it's sleep paralysis. But it's not ghosts. Um, like we said, there's a graveyard on site with only graves of the members of the family that have lived there. Um, there's no mention of where the people who were enslaved were buried. Um, a lot of times. Literally the only thing that has to do with them is the pit that's underneath the porch swing. Yep. That they all make jokes about putting Aaron in immediately. Yeah. These boys have no self-discipline whatsoever. They can only be disciplined around, like, uh, around memories of shame. Yeah. That's, like, the only way they find any discipline. It's almost like they actually need to be around people with that cultural history to actually start to begin to, to, to begin to feel any sort of remorse or empathy Empathy does not come easy for these guys. No. If they if they cannot see you, they cannot empathize with you. Yeah. Basically, is what it feels like watching the show over and over and over again. Yeah. And even then, it's a fucking mixed bag whether they're going to actually be able to or not. They have the emotional range and capacity of a teaspoon. Oh, I mean, they're they're fucking children, right? They're like they even get they have the enthusiasm of children too yeah, about to, this dumb shit. To visit this this slave mansion. Not that enthusiasm is stupid, but it's just like you're getting worked up over something that you haven't even begun to thought about. Yeah. To think about rather in like a, a really critical way. Yeah. Oh, um, God. they blame the son of, uh, or they, they blame the death of Loretta Lynn's son on ghosts. Yep. He drowned in a nearby pond. Duck or, river. Duck river. Duck river. Yeah. A river. You made a joke about the ducks killing him, which was pretty funny. I thought honestly, <laughs> like, it's really distasteful. Yeah, we're talking, a little distasteful, but We're talking funny. about da- being distasteful, and I was distasteful. But <laughs> they they talk. Okay, so it's sad. Her son died. It is. It's very sad. Um, and they say that he drowned in this river, and then you see that its name is Duck River. Duck River. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, by the ducks? Killed by ducks. <laughs> I don't know. Look at all these chickens. <laughs> We got about uh, ten minutes okay, left, right. so so let's get to the lockdown. Oh yeah, her oh wait, her son uh, apparently when he was alive um, also had sleep paralysis. Also had sleep paralysis. <laughs> uh, would be lying in bed and felt a, a Confederate soldier tugging at his boots, and then he woke up. That should be your clue there. So much of <laughs> it's just so funny to me that they constantly talk about the Confederate soldiers in this and don't like say anything about it. You okay. know what I mean? Like they just don't they just leave that completely alone as though the fact that it was Confederate soldiers here is like a coincidence. Maybe they're all there because they're all in fucking hell now. Ooh, got them. By the way, the Civil War was based on slavery. States rights to do what? <laughs> Man, fuck all those people. <laughs> So the Ovilus comes out right off the bat in this lockdown. This is another Ovilus heavy episode. Oh, they go to a mill. Yeah. Oh, there's a mill also. That and apparently it, had 60 workers. Were these workers or slaves? Good group. Good question. 
We never found out. Nobody clarifies for this what what of what nature the employment was. I'm guessing since it was a plantation. Probably slave. They weren't paid and, and it was forced labor. Probably forced labor, uh, but we're not going to talk about that, Ghost Adventures crew. We're just going to talk about Loretta Lynn and play the same fucking song. Again and over again and again. And fucking over. Coal miner's daughter. Uh, also, Zach has to talk to us about how water is a conductor for ghosts. Water conducts ghost energy, yes. Okay, yes, if yes, we're yes, going to yes, talk... Yes. Okay, so yes. Water is a conductor of electricity because it has minerals in it, like salts. I, I bet you anything that is why they say it is a conductor of ghosts yes, because there's minerals in it. Yes. So, y- y- of course, you don't want to be in water when lightning strikes. Or um, when ghosts appear. <sighs> Because they're going to drown you. So they're very excited to go see the mill. Uh, the reason we're telling you about the mill is because it's relevant to the evidence they get on the ovulus, apparently. Because the ovulus, they turn it on, and this thing is uh, buck wild right off the bat. It goes, must kill 60. Dig, ground, two, lot, manifest. So they take this as, we need to go to the graveyard, go into the second row. And then Zach, Zach gets so hyper-focused on the word lot in yeah, this. Like I, he, I think he thinks it's weird, so he's trying to like work it in yeah. or something. But he keeps talking about the second row of the the graveyard lot. Yeah, like... I, Is that how people talk? Is like... It feels like you're really trying to contort language around this. Yeah. To make it make sense somehow. But they go to the graveyard and nothing fucking happens there. Um, And they do hear some voices say, save... Or, so these are coming out of the... Oh, the EVP. Or evil Ovilus. The Ovilus. They get the words, save, two, moan, scene, oh, and the brown. Mo- the moan thing was really funny to me because they hear moan and Zach goes, wasn't she known as the moaning woman? No, she wasn't. At any point in this episode, we've not said this. She was crying, apparently, according to Loretta Lynn. But yeah. but also Loretta Lynn didn't even say like the crying woman or anything no. like that. She just said she was crying, like crying and wringing her fingers or yeah. her hands. Um, and they take seen Brown to mean that like they gotta go to the Brown room. They gotta go to the Brown room because he was seen there. I was seen in the Brown room. Like I'm the Confederate soldier. That's what they think is being said. Wait, so what's the Brown room? That's um, her dead son's former bedroom. Okay, okay. And when they get back, Zach has this stupid fucking James Bond. S- junior spy kit audio dish audio dish fucking he calls it a unidirectional microphone well and i'm wondering like if it if it did work so well then why did we like hardly ever see it again yeah why didn't we just use this all the time apparently he hears all these like minute voices and footsteps and stuff that nobody else is hearing it's so funny because every time he hears something he takes the the ear uh, the the headphones off and goes was that you guys did you say that (laughs) and so we just hear that exchange like four or five times in this episode did you say that no, we didn't. What did you say? Did you say that? <laughs> uh, he gets really into this microphone. At one point, he literally like dives up the stairs to hear something better. I think he kind of fell, but then just went into it to like <laughs> pretend like he like just I'm wanted cool. to just wanted to get on the ground and dirty. Down and dirty. Down and dirty. Yeah. Down and dirty. Um, uh, fine and flirty <laughs> with these ghosts. They hear a lot of footsteps. Um, we got five minutes left. Okay. On the clock. Um, oh, Zach ends up putting his stupid stupid confederate this, uniform yeah. on and starts saying stupid things to the ghosts like this is your your commander the commanding officer the general wants us to report for training for duty he's also compared uh he's he's demanding that the spirits attack aaron <laughs> great love that um and then he tells oh okay then they end up locking aaron in the slave pit while Zach and Nick go to the mill. I remember this now. And Aaron's just like, I don't want to go down there. There's spiders. <laughs> and it's like, there's no like weight or gravity as to what that. They don't even broach the subject. They don't even talk about like, no, I must feel what it really felt like. Like they leave it completely alone. Yeah. In this episode. And they don't make any 
effort to try and talk to enslaved ghosts. No, nor to any fucking descendants of enslaved people. Surely there were some around. Yeah. Surely there are some. Just none working at the Loretta Lynn house, I guess. Uh, they have this cool, they, this thing called an induction transmitter. Do you remember this? They bring this thing out called an induction transmitter that can apparently play music in EM. Oh, and when yeah. he said that, you said, I remember you said to me, oh, you mean like radio? <laughs> Yeah. It's just what it is. It's just a fucking radio. It's yeah. like a little tiny personal short range radio. Um, and it's playing like battle hymns. Yeah. And they also get like, they get the spirit box out fucking to my chagrin. And apparently hear a ghost say Loretta Lynn, but it sounds like a goat bleeding to me. It goes <laughs> like, me. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, they get a vulgar voice, Zach says, uh, but they don't beep the vulgar voice. So even if you could tell what it was cussing, you didn't. Uh, Were they, they just describing it as like a description of how it sounded? I guess. I don't know. Because I also I, I saw the word or I, I noticed that they used the term vulgar voice. And I, I just was like, they're not telling us what they think it sounds like. Nope. Like not even, yeah, not no even, explanation. No explanation. That's about it. That one was fucking terrible. It was really bad. That was so you know, awful. I thought they had kind of redeemed themselves a little bit with oh, the previous yeah, no. show, the previous episode. It, no. They demonstrated how they, they they did not learn a fucking thing. They, they took they, all of that away. Didn't retain any of the knowledge or any of the gravity that they left. Uh, with at Kentucky Slave House. Nope. It's super fucking disappointing. Mm-hmm. This was terrible. You can skip this one, I promise. Oh, and, and it is in the correct order. Yeah. So they went yeah, to the yeah, Kentucky yeah. Slave House first, and then they went to the Loretta Lynn Mansion. So it's not like they did Loretta Lynn first and then like had an awakening, a spiritual awakening to like actual history. Nope. No, they just are dumbasses. They had that awakening and then went right back to sleep. So uh, what was your favorite part? God. Um, <laughs> nothing. I thought that, it was all terrible. That haunted house inside your heart. Oh You'll hear that song. Like, seriously, they played the first 10 seconds of that song five or six times in this episode. It was driving me nuts by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. No, no, no. I do have a favorite. Um, It was that really creepy-ass portrait on the wall. There's this, like, painting of two people together, a man and a woman, and it's a really... Oh, it's super scary. It's a really bad... I mean, you don't see it close up, but you see it from far away, but you can tell it is a very poor poorly painted portrait of two people in love or something that's that's like the best part i guess is just that bad portrait yeah uh i want to say when zach pulled me through the tv and i was there with him in heaven in heaven so all that frustration aside we would like to express our condolences to Zach Beggins because apparently his father recently passed away. Um, so, Zach, if you do listen to our podcast, you probably hate us a lot, uh, but we would like to say that we are sorry about that what sucks. has happened. And um, we're canceling Tweet Watch for this episode because of, in observance of that uh, serious situation. Yeah. We, we make a lot of jokes on this podcast, and it's usually about stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, but we actually do take serious things seriously, as just like slavery and um, uh, crimes committed against indigenous people and um, family death. So Loss is difficult, and it happens to everyone. Yeah. Um, um, but you know what's great is that uh, week after week, our good friends come back to listen to us mm-hmm. and spend an hour or two with us. And I just think that's great. Mm-hmm. 
So thank you so much for listening to Insanely Haunted. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you for uh, leaving ratings and for reviewing us on Apple Podcast and mm-hmm. Stitcher and all those other things. And also for reaching out to us, yeah. messaging us. We will get back to you if oh, you for message sure. us. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that on our page or in the group. The group is Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted. The page mm-hmm. is also just search Insanely Haunted on Facebook. You can find all this stuff. Just so you know, I know I, I used to say that like it takes us forever to check our uh, check our email, but she's getting better at now it. that uh now that like school's done and um like jobs are predictable and stuff, we do check it like mm-hmm. pretty much every day. So um so send us a message and we'll we'll message you back. Send us a message. Uh, also, we will be at PodCon two this January. Just Hell got yeah, just it's got a, my ticket. Less than a month away now. I did have to two. save up for it, and I'm very broke right now, but. PodCon 2 is going to be a lot of fun. I just learned that the hosts of the Polygon show are going to be there. Cool. Which I think is pretty neat. Uh, McElroy's will be there. Uh, Dylan Marin. Guests from Night Vale. Uh, yeah, Night Vale. Um, the Green Brothers. I'm not super into them, but hey, if you are, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and some other uh, big name uh, celebrities. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's in Seattle. so And lo- no, uh, and uh, people that maybe you haven't heard of before. So, But yeah, it's going to be in Seattle. Um I mean, if you do have the money, and it's totally understandable. If you don't, I mean, we've, we're definitely I get that low too. income uh, ourselves, and have been in even worse situations financially. But um, Seattle, if you do get a chance to go, is a really, really cool city. Mm-hmm. And right across the Puget Sound is the peninsula where Olympic National Park is. If you're a former <laughs> crazed fan of the Twilight series, you can visit Forks and La Push and um, uh, the Coolio mm-hmm. Reservation. You can visit. Um, Rialto Beach. Oh, that's not in Twilight, though. But it's still beautiful. They do, it they is do in actually, Twilight. Yeah, they actually do, did film uh, bits from, from, for Twilight at Rialto Beach. And also um, Port Angeles. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so. Uh, and uh, there are some cool museums in Seattle. Um, there's also Mount Rainier National Park is within viewing distance. If you've never seen a, a real stratovolcano, uh, it's quite amazing to be near one. They are humongous. They they're big. They're like sleeping monsters, really. And they are, literally, because it's a volcano. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you to Leandra for the use for the image that we used to sh- to show our podcast. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. And thank you to Argo Fox for the music that we use at the beginning and end of the show. Um Remember, our email address is insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. And I have another podcast that I do called Zenkai Boost at Z-E-N-K-A-I Boost.com. Max is holding Lydia right I'm now. I'm holding Lydia. I've got the bean in my hands. She's resting on his shoulder. She's resting on my shoulder. Like a, a hot, wet rag. And I think that's going to do it for us today. So from all of us here at Insanely Haunted, remember, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And you just heard a, a Class, Class A EVP. EVP. A Class E. <laughs>